0: John? John? Where is he? It's been a month. I'm still looking for him. John? John? John, is that you? Oh, is that you, dude? Why, why are you in this well? I don't
1: know. I came down to this well. Me and I mean, I, I was looking for the Bastard, remember? So I, I came down to welcome to do the to, to find
0: him and uh, stop. Uh, I, I recorded uh, that episode down here. Hold on, hold on, John. Let me let me throw this phone down to you. What? Catch.
1: But the. the ow! Is he in the head! i I mean. I'm still in a well here. Like I, I, I recorded the last episode in the well. Remember? Did that? How did that work? I, I haven't oh, been able to hear oh. it yet. I don't really get good reception down here.
0: Oh, a lot of people complained about. It. They said you sounded like really bad.
1: Look, th- it's this well is actually like surprisingly cavernous. Like I, there's basically no place to hang up any baffling here. Like I, I, I did my best, but like yeah, if you want me to not. If you want me to record, you're gonna have to get me out of this well, man. And also, like, I haven't been able to find Rhythm Bastard down here. I've been looking for, like, almost two months now, I oh, feel oh, like.
0: I th- we found him. He was actually in California. He became a big Hollywood uh, big shot, and then he got canceled, and then he sh- showed it back on the podcast.
1: Oh, so he's just pulling an American Oscar now? That seems like just a retread. I was gonna
0: say he pulled more of a Billy Corrigan.
1: What did he get canceled for?
0: Uh... Th- here, you can ask him after I get you down, uh, up out from there. Here, here, there's a rope next to the well. Let me throw it down to you. Now, make sure you duck this time. All right. All
1: and right. I'm go. I'm ducking. I- Ow! What the fuck?
0: Sorry, I forgot. I, I didn't know there was that metal bar at the end of the rope. Sorry.
1: Damn. All right. Well, at least I can just like plant this in the ground here or something.
0: All right. Get get a climbing.
1: All right, I'm climbing. I'm coming up here. What? What? What do you want us to do again? Like, what are we recording?
0: It's it, it's uh the podcast with the, uh, the would you rather questions. You know, it's only been a month since you've been missing. How could you forget this?
1: I, do we have to do that show again.
0: Here, let, let me give you your my hand. Here, come on, get get the rest uh, of the way. All right. I,
1: okay, I'm I'm up. I'm up.
0: Uh, okay. Good.
1: Uh, So yeah, podcast? Uh, hey, Owen, why don't you, uh, before we do that, there's some really cool stuff down in that well. You might want to, you might want to go check it out. Define cool. Like, you know I was telling you about those, like, big caverns? Like, there's some really neat stuff down there.
0: Like, forbidden treasure?
1: Like the most forbidden fruit of all time. Oh, I like. You know fruit. what I mean, baby.
0: Oh, I do know what you mean. I'm, I'm gonna. You know what? How about you take my place in the podcast? I'm gonna go down there
1: to do uh, research. Research. I mean, I'm down with the research stuff, but the podcast shit, uh, I'd rather not. and all, it is the post-apocalyptic year of 2020. The future is here. The time is now. The mission to save the world. By answering would you rather questions. This podcast has lore again? At least that's what I think was what we're doing. I I thought that's what was happening here. Is that is that not what is that not why we got re-signed for another
2: season of this bad show? I think uh, we
3: got re-signed. So I think we can, you go ahead with the master.
2: No, I was going to say I think because, you know, so many fans were invested in the wiki of uh the I'd rather not wiki, then clearly, I mean, we had no other choice but to um you know, just like have our uh just get another season. I really think what are, we can What are you talking about? This is our lives. We
1: have a wiki? I I just assumed I just assumed this was back because otherwise
3: Owen would have to do Take's Bakery with me again.
1: Fair enough, and on that inside baseball note, welcome, one and all, to episode 121 of I'd Rather Not, the podcast about bad decisions and how we make them, like, for example, getting to come back to do this for a whole other year of madness and nonsense for all of you. I'm your host, John Garexia-Maxwell, joining me, as
2: always, we have a Rhythm Bastard, uh, I just released a song that has the line Clap those cryptid cheeks God damn right you did How?
1: Look, we're back for 2020 So let's just get right on into it How's your holidays? Did you spend a good amount of time fucking Krampus?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, listen When that buffery body's pressed up against mine just gets me in the mood for that bumpin' and grind and- I want to fuck Krampus for Christmas Patreon.com slash Rhythm Bastard Yup <laughs> Also on Bandcamp Oh, also on Bandcamp uh, com slash Bandcamp or something uh, band ca- uh, Rhythmbaster.bandcamp.com,
1: yes Oh, is that how Bandcamp URLs work? I don't actually remember
2: Yeah, that's it's... how
1: they work Okay, cool Obviously, I know a lot about the music industry Oscar Bernard, you're here too Yeah, I bought an Apple Watch Hey, me too Well, I got it for Christmas, but, you know, same difference I, bu- I got it for New Year's Yay! Now we're in competition with each other to see who can exercise more. Yeah. I'm going to win.
3: Probably are going to win because your knees are functional. And
1: well, sort of functional.
3: I, mean, I don't, I, I don't want to make assumptions about the state of your knees. I've never...
1: I, I will I've, say that they are definitely more functional than yours. It is true. Cool. Great condition, but, you know, slightly, minor, slightly used rather than on fire.
2: This is a podcast about bad decisions, like this conversation. (laughs) Yeah, let's just, let's just talk about all of our knee problems. I mean, look—it's
1: 2020, the year of the hashtag content, and that doesn't mean that the content has to be good. It just needs to be content. So we're going to get all in our feels. We're going to get like real old with it. We're going to talk about our ailments. I mean, goddamn, we're the best. We're going to be 32 this year. Like,
2: oh god, I'm turning 32. uh Actually, the day after this episode comes out. Damn. I also, yeah, fun fact—I also share a birthday with music legend uh, MC Bat Commander of the Aquabats. That's pretty good. Yeah.
1: I share a birthday with Leonard Nimoy.
2: That's pretty good, too. Yeah. Lesson
1: power. Your birthday,
3: um. Oh, fuck, I forgot Leonard Nimoy's dead. I'm sad now.
2: Yeah, I know, right? Mortality. It comes for us all. Even Vulcans. Especially
3: Vulcans.
4: Is this some kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Guys I was just This up is what I you made the show
3: with, And apparently I share a birthday Apparently I share a birthday with Keith Hart From the Hart family
1: Who? What of Bret Hart's
2: brothers oh, oh Okay I was about to say is that some kind of Chrisley? <laughs> I, th- I thought it was Kevin. I thought you said Kevin Hart for a second. There, I was like, oh yeah, he's he's just doing he's doing pretty good. Yeah, right? I I thought like wait, Keith Hart is that like Kevin Hart's like
1: Charlie Murphy brother that nobody knows about? <laughs> no, it's
3: Bret Hart's Charlie Murphy brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this and makes then, like, even more years-
3: sense. Uh, I and also share years- a birthday with Joe Strummer. Oh, that's a yeah, good that's birthday, good- buddy. Yeah,
1: that's a really good birthday, buddy. Beam Howlett for the Prodigy. Fuck yeah. Anyway, this is a Would You Rather podcast, in which you ask each other ridiculous, inane, nonsensical. uh, I don't even know how to describe them anymore. Honestly, like, after we've been doing this for so long, like, everything just kind of seems to be a blur. And I mean, really, let's, like, look back at the year that we had here. Like, 2019 was was quite a year for us. We played D&D. We fought off Skynet. We um, had a another host that like just disappeared, and like I'm the only one that seems to remember this, but only sometimes. We I had, had
3: served my way into all of your hearts.
1: Yeah, you somehow tricked Owen into letting you on the show by stealing his couch. I mean, I, he I had thre- another host I, that disappeared look, for a while because he I, fell down a well, I, but now he's back. Hi, I got on me. the show
3: because I threatened to pull my Patreon buddy. You're
1: not supposed to actually say that. You know okay. he's going to listen to this while editing and cry <laughs> and then send you a teary eyed message. <laughs> oh, and I love you. Well, John, if
3: you edit the show, I won't have to hear it.
1: Yeah, but then I have to do extra work.
3: So, yeah, but, but Owen won't listen to the show because he doesn't listen to these sh
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe if we make the show really bad, he'll just like skip. The, like, okay, they're talking about their ailments and who they share a birthday with. No, just skip past. Skip. I can't take any more of this.
3: I, I share a birthday with Khalees.
1: I share a birthday with my great aunt. That's cool. Yeah, she died of Alzheimer's.
3: Uh-huh. Huh. I have Steven Hillenberg.
2: That's good. And Usain S- Bolt. So, are, are you saying that your birthday, Oscar, is the best day ever? Oscar, are you, in fact, actually saying
1: that you sucked at Steven Hillenburg's life energy to keep staying on this earth? <laughs>
3: No, I just, uh, I just made sure to lobby Maroon 5 to not play Sweet Victory.
2: Okay, you so you picked Travis Scott instead. Travis Scott was a better choice. As the sicko mode fucking rules. I like the meme that came out after that. It's like, you use me for sicko mode. I, full
3: confession, have never seen a f- single full episode of SpongeBob.
2: That sounds like Prime Takes Bakery material. It's not a hot... 11 minutes. It's not a hot take, that's... uh
1: Full confession, the only thing I really like about Travis Scott is how he will just randomly throw in those... Yeah! Astroworld fucking ruled, don't at me. Astroworld's okay. I, I'm not saying... Like, no, I... Travis Scott's legit, but legitimately my favorite part of him is just him appearing on songs going, yeah!
2: Like, no, that's just him fighting off, uh, you know, bad guys. He's like, listen, just invite some ninjas in the studio. I'll fight them off. It'll add, like, a little flavor to it. Yeah, you know? he's, it fighting, off, a certain he's
1: fighting off all the other men that want SZA in that SZA song that he's on.
3: Oh, mm. shit. I have one more really important birthday buddy that I just discovered.
1: All right, you get one more, and then I actually need to start this podcast.
2: Surge Tankian. Okay, that's a good <clears throat> one. Y'all. Hey, why'd you leave the keys up on the table, Oscar? I wanted to. Here we go, creating another fable here
1: on I'd Rather Not, because we're going to ask you some would you rather questions, or rather, I have a would you rather question. And I also have a timer for 15 minutes. And once I start that timer, Rhythm Bastard and Oscar, you both are going to have the chance to ask me anything you want about these uh, two prompts that I'm going to present you.
2: All right. Ooh. right.
1: I'm the final arbiter. I make all the decisions on where everything goes. Once that 15 minutes has come to its conclusion, however, we must all come to a final decision. And of course, there can be only one. Are you two ready? Hell yeah, fam! Are you too excited? In fact, because yeah, it's it's 2020. It's a whole new year to make brand new terrible memories that we will definitely not regret. This shit's gonna be lit, yo!
2: Well, before I we- hit a dab, just to show you how good this year is gonna be, uh. <laughs> we're bringing Dabin back, y'all. Before- Dabin never left.
1: It's true, Dabbing so- did never leave. But before actually, Dabbing this- left when they released TJP. That is very true. Look, stop cutting me off here! Before we move on, we need to go back into the past, because we need to talk about the last real episode of this podcast that I wasn't on, but apparently Oscar just talked a bunch about Persona 4 for, like, 20 minutes? Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I didn't. It's, It's, again, original content do not steal.
1: Well, the poll here says, Would you rather solve a crime with the help of the investigation team or Ryotaro Dojima? So that reads a lot like you just did Persona 4 to me. Hey,
3: it was a plucky young group of high schoolers with mysterious magic powers or a grizzled cop at the top of his game.
2: More like Ryotaro Dad Jima, am I right? I mean, I wish he was my dad. Yeah. As much of
1: a drunk as he is. Yeah. Oscar. John, who do you think won this poll?
3: I've seen the results of this poll, so I'm not going to
1: come bastard!
2: <laughs> who do you think won this poll? Uh, I think uh, reaching out to the truth won this poll. I mean, that wins
1: every poll, but right is it the investigation team or Dojima?
2: Uh, I'm going to go with uh, investigation team because that way everyone can pick their favorite waifu. What if your favorite waifu is Dojima?
3: Dojima, well, I mean, I mean Dojima is not Do- the best cop waifu in Persona 4.
2: True, that's Chie. And plus he's a husband, Fuck no, you! Not a waifu.
1: The answer is, Oscar, you all the way fucked up because it was a tie! <laughs> the
4: investigation team and Dojima had 50%! It's
3: so a good job! You broke it! That's her best wife who
1: fucked G.A. Fuck you! Ah, oh! no, we can't do this again. We already did that <laughs> podcast where we brought you on to berate you. We're gonna instead do a different kind of berating. We're more of a self-flagellation, if you would, and that is to warm ourselves up before we get into the main course here. And there's only one way to do that, gentlemen. How? That's with Would You Rather Bot. It's a Twitter neural network and the official bot of this podcast. It asks completely ridiculous and uh, grammatically incorrect Would You Rather questions that we're going to answer a few of before we get started. Are y'all ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I took a while for you to answer. I'm not feeling this excitement for 2020 here. Have you seen what's been going on in fucking 2020 so far? That's why I'm trying to save us. With would you rather questions? Okay? The world is literally on fire. Oscar, would you say that the world is a vampire set to drain?
2: Uh, I think Rhythm Bastard should be the one to answer this. You know, I mean, when, you, when I really think about that kind of situation, you just can't help but, despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. <laughs> Rhythm Master, what alien ant farm best represents
1: the times that we live in?
2: Um, hmm. I mean, I'd say we're the alien ant farm, and the aliens are just asshole kids playing a cruel joke on us.
1: (laughs) 2020, y'all. New year, same terrible bits. (laughs) Yep. Our first question from Would You Rather Bot, and this is for the group. Would you rather read all the books or watch all the movies? Ooh. Watch all the movies. All the good books are made into movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Hitchcock did always say that, like, if you want an A film, you base it off of a B book.
2: But but then you get if you get an A book, you base it off an A book, you get an S movie. That not 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 necessarily is what he would say to that. Hmm. You know, I, I think by reading all of the books, you also get the crappy novelizations of all the movies. But then Sometimes also those crappy all- novelizations are even better. Yeah, that is true. So I'm going to go with read all the books.
3: I don't want to have to sit through the shitty original book of The Spy Who Loved Me or the shitty novelization of The Spy Who Loved Me. I'm just watching the movies.
1: The Spy Who Loved Me is a pretty good movie, not going to lie you know what, I'm, I'm feeling 2020, you know, I, w- I want to be highfalutin' and fancy. I want to better myself. Like, maybe this is some American shit, but yeah, I want to read all the books. I don't want to be no Philistine. We have a New Japan podcast for that, Oscar. <laughs> all right, Oscar, this one's for you. Would you rather be the fastest typer in the world or the nicest typer in the world? Fastest? Fuck people. I don't want to be nice to people. Fair enough. Red the Bastard. Yes. Would you rather eat far too much ice cream or never eat breakfast for the rest of your life?
2: Ooh. Um, I, oh God, I'm going to eat far too much ice cream because I don't eat that much ice cream. And just a little bit could be too much for me. But cause I just love too much breakfast food. Like you have a nice omelet. You go to a diner. Just get like a fucking omelet with a side of hash browns and a nice coffee. And mm, so good. Let's, let's move on
1: before Oscar starts his breakfast rant again. One last question for the group. Would you rather have sense organs or have absolute control over everything? I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, repeat that again. Would you rather have sense organs or have absolute control over everything?
2: Okay, so I think I'd rather have absolute control over everything because I can just access the morphogenic field to get other people's like smells and sight and their sense origins and then just feel those senses myself. Because in the video game 999, is that the plot is that like there's a bunch of people trapped in these puzzle rooms so that they can access. The I've never heard of this game. Field. Tell me more. So basically, it's about people who can access the morphogen, they're, they're put in strenuous situations so that they can access the morphogenic field. And like the guy, this one guy of the game is using it because he has prognosopia or this like a disease that doesn't let you see people's faces correctly. This so sounds does very is, Japan. Uh, it is very Japan. Do you have some kind of gun that makes
1: arguments that you can shoot at people? That's a uh, no. fucking 999. No,
2: there isn't. That's in Daniel then. Why Rafa. would I play this game? Because you like puzzle rooms and pseudoscience.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm I do say... like pseudoscience. I am very much into cryptids. Oscar, what are what are you doing?
3: I'm going to take sense organs because no one man should have all that power.
1: Yeah, I'd rather just keep my sense organs. I think. Like, well, uh, I mean, I'm
3: also, you know. I have seen some of the fucked up shit you can do to organs in my favorite video game series Mortal Kombat. I've also it's true. seen what Absolute Power does in that series. And you know, it's like when Shao Kahn returned to returned to uh the Nether Realm or sorry, returned to Outworld from the past and tried to reclaim Absolute Power and he got fucked up for it and then they gave Katana Absolute Power, but then Liu Kang defeated Kronika, and he got absolute power and rewinded time to the beginning of time.
1: Okay, we can't just do all the bits from last year again, (laughs) alright? My Apple Watch wants me to breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's some new content that I can get behind. Alright. This dovetails nicely into the question that I have for y'all. Because I've been thinking a lot about jobs. You know, it's a new year. Let's start a new job. Let's start a fresh new beginning for ourselves. And what better thing to do than have a job where you are truly respected and truly valued for your perspective and you're just great at it. And also, you're you're going to be at that job for basically the rest of your life because you can't quit. That's steady employment. It is steady employment, but of course everything comes with a price, on I'd rather not, so let's get Uh right on into it. Would you rather be a respected pop culture critic that can only cover media you hate or a respected food critic that loses the ability
2: to taste? 15 minutes starts now. How weak are my taste buds in this scenario? Like, am you know, can I recognize very intense situations or like, it's just like, ooh, even, you know, a little bit of spice is too spicy. You wake up one day and your
1: taste buds are gone. Now, even with my
3: taste buds gone, am I still a respected food critic? Like, do I still understand, like, this would be good if I could taste it?
1: I mean, look, it, you could probably intuit things just from like, you know, your, your experiences you have, but ultimately, like, you know, yeah, and you can still talk to things about, yeah, like mouthfeel and like texture and, and things like that. Okay. But, all, but, you know, part of being a restaurant critic, a food critic, all these things is like, there's an expectation that you're going to be able to, you know, judge the food and taste the food. And but, you so, can't do that at all. So and how like, long You're also and also like you are very respected in your field. You are very well known, and like literally, like, chefs will be coming up to you to like present their food to you and, and get your take on it. So am I respected enough
3: that like if if someone hands me something that tastes like shit and because I can't taste it, I write a glowing review that people will just assume that Oh, this is fucking delicious. Like, is, am I powerful enough to
1: invoke some, like, Emperor's New Clothes bullshit? You could maybe get away with that for a while. But, yeah, like, that's I- a fine line. And, like, people, like, you know, you got to make sure that people don't catch on. Like, yeah, you are popular and you are well-known. But, like, people are always looking to bring down a fraud. Let's be honest
2: here. All right. So here's the thing, though. Cause I think, you know, if someone just feeds me like shit, I, I can probably do some solid guess where like, ooh, there's, there's poopy in my mouth. Ugh. Um, no, no, um, num, 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 num. So I, I think in that respect, you'd be like, you know, th- there's enough outer sensations to, can I still smell? Your sense of smell is like, you can, here's the thing. You can still
1: smell, but when it comes to food, like, nothing.
2: Okay. Oh,
1: okay. So I would know. So yeah, if something- there's something if like if there is, if there is like some fecal matter in it, something that is definitely inedible, you would you would notice that. No one's gonna be able to feed you shit. But again, you're a respected food critic, and like you suddenly can't do a serious part of your job, and you need to keep up this facade so that so- you're not found out.
3: The other, uh, to the other point, would you say I can only cover pop culture that I hate? Yeah. Am I still allowed to watch and consume other pop culture? I'm just not allowed to write about it? Like, if I want to talk about Star Wars, I can only write about Attack of the Clones, but I can still, like, just sit down and watch The Last Jedi, right? Nope.
1: Every piece of media you consume has to be something that makes you miserable. You are so consumed by the need to create this content, the need to do this this commentary, that the only thing you know how to consume now is things that make you upset. So I'm basically the angry video game nerd. Yeah, something like
3: that. But what if there comes a point, though, where I've consumed so much pop culture that I hate that I start to get this, like, perverse love of it? Like, like, like some Cats or The Room kind of shit.
1: You'll once in a while find things like that, but it's very rare.
3: But if I do find something like that, am I allowed to just go back and watch that for comfort?
1: I mean, sure, you can go back and, and, yeah, that is something that you can go back and consume again, but, like, you won't be able to keep covering it. Hmm. Like, that's not something where it's, like, you can just dedicate your life to, to writing about the room forever. Hey, hmm. you, are you
3: implying that I'm not an internet
2: critic? <laughs> Hello, I'm the Nostalgia Critic. I remember it, so you don't have to. Oh, I don't know why that just uh, came out of me. Yeah, I don't hmm.
1: know why you would say that. I mean, like, I don't know about that. I was thinking, you know, you, it's more like you're a, uh you know, yeah, you're definitely a, a writer of some sort. You're definitely like a, a, content, creator, a content creator. Yeah, maybe, so, let's say, like, on a, a live podcast about where you cover the worst
2: show ever created every Monday. Uh, Mom on CBS. Sure. Monday night. It's on mob. mom. It's
1: on mom day night, and it's and I gotta say <laughs> those feelings that that I get when I watch mom, they leave me very raw.
2: Yeah, I mean, mom. That show, mom. I mean, Anna Ferris is just like on autopilot these days. Ever since she broke up with Chris Pratt.
3: Um, what? Ha- so, like. If I'm someone that covers, say, WWE's Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown on a weekly uh, podcast that's not, that's some form of cool.
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
3: (laughs) uh, If Raw has, like, a really good episode, am I allowed to talk about it and say, like, yo, this shit was tight?
1: Yes, because. I mean, look, if we're just going to go specifically to the example you cited here, it's Monday Night Raw. There's never a good episode.
3: But, like, say say all of a sudden, like, you know, you look at the Raw during the New Generation era when they were shit. But then all of a sudden, you know, you get Attitude Era Raw, which is must-see TV and a genuine... Okay. And like a great show. That
1: is that is a fair question, but the answer to that is nothing that you cover, nothing that you regularly cover and regularly watch will ever be good. Sometimes, once in a while, you will get that rare so bad it's good episode.
3: You know what? I'd watch Raw if it was just three hours of the Lana Russo
2: shit. Like, just one big, long soap opera. I'd, I'd actually watch Lana Rusev and, and Bobby Lashley in a soap opera. And, like, also just any show they watch on TV is the Firefly Funhouse. What if Liv Morgan has a secret lesbian lover? <gasps> oh, my God. Wait, how hot is Liv Morgan? Liv Morgan.
1: I don't know why we're talking about Monday Night Raw, which is a show that I've never seen before.
2: I would. Thank you.
1: (laughs) And you only live once. Yeah. Ask me anything about these prompts. (laughs) Ask me anything not about the thing that gives me trauma
2: every Monday. Am I married to Liv Morgan in any of these scenarios? (laughs) This um, one's this one's for you, Owen. In both scenarios, Liv Morgan is dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We were never dating, and you know, like I don't really know her at all. So I, I guess it's a wash. Better to yeah. have loved
1: and lost than never have loved at all, rhythm bastard.
2: Uh, yeah, Owen. that is is true. See,
3: see, Liv Morgan's not dating you. Liv Morgan. You you are dating someone else's wife, but but Liv Morgan
1: crashes
3: your wedding, Oscar, to reveal that she was dating your wife the whole time,
1: Oscar. <laughs> it's me. You were dating Liv me. Morgan, <laughs> and now she's dead
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> because okay, so you murdered her. <laughs> okay, so in Oscar's scenario, he murdered Liv Morgan. No, but you murdered L- her too. Liv <laughs> so, Orkin is dead them? and you murdered her so
1: now you have to keep up the <laughs> facade of continuing on your life will you continue with this facade by only covering things that you hate or being a, a food critic that's going to be found out for being a hack
3: why did I murder Liv Orkin
2: too many concussions <laughs> so, so is a mercy killing it, really it, is 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 the
3: fact that I've had two bad concussions? Is that tied into why I can't eat anymore?
2: Oh my god! Actually,
1: yes. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, actually, that that was because of a Bowflex mix- mishap.
3: Yeah was 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 Liv Morgan ever involved with Neil deGrasse
1: Tyson? <laughs>
2: no, not in this universe. <laughs> 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 We're just introducing new lore, like on the fly here. Like, you killed her, and you invented the Bowflex. <laughs>
1: See, we've already, like, in just two minutes, we've somehow written a better episode of Monday Night Raw than Paul Heyman has done his entire run.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Like, I just imagine me walking in, like, a Monday Night Raw, the lights go up, and I'm a food critic, and I'm like, oh my god, live Morgan instead. also, um, the, the steak tartare, it is a little underdone, um, I like the texture, though, I just wish I could taste it. I mean,
1: one could argue that losing your sense of taste is the ultimate punishment for
2: murdering your wife, Liv Morgan. Ah, oh, damn. Oh, God. Okay, so, all right, so in the, in the media critic scenario, I'm basically the angry video game nerd, and is there, like, a, a point... So, for other for scenario, is it that, like, anything that's good... <laughs> that, like, I just hate on the spot, I just have this visceral hatred toward it, or it's, like, what is it there? Like, let's say, oh, I'm the Angry Video, Ga- you know, and I'm picking out games, and I accidentally plug in Super Mario Brothers 3 or something like that, like a good game. And, you know, like... I mean, if you're my- playing a
3: good game, you wouldn't be playing Mario 3.
1: Okay, A, that's fucked up. B, to answer your question, that cartridge, if you actually pu- plugged in that cartridge of Mario 3, it would not turn on. Oh, okay. But, but so, for example,
3: I fucking despise the movie Forrest Gump. Accurate. And, but there's a lot of people that consider that film to be great. Would I still be able to watch Forrest Gump? Because that's considered to be a good piece of media
1: would say i would say that subjectivity will will always weigh out here so even even if it's if it's something that like is considered objectively good and you personally dislike it then yeah you will still personally dislike you will still dislike it in this universe
2: okay so it's yeah okay so like i'd be like uh fucking Super Mario Brothers Three is the shittiest game ever. Makes me go poo-poo diarrhea farts. I'm gonna take a drink of my beer now. Glope. I mean, yeah. If you actually don't like Super Mario Brothers Three, well, I thought it, I thought like okay, so like if so, if it's something that it's objectively good and I don't have a visceral hatred for it, then it just doesn't work. Yes, and like, more or less doesn't exist to you. So then, okay. my my other question is like. The other film. I'm plugging Kung Pao into the fist room to view that. Oh, my DVD player exploded. Well, fuck. Two minutes left, by the way, so final questions.
3: I had a. I at one point had a visceral hatred for the film Moulin Rouge. And then one day, on like Christmas Day, I got really drunk and I watched Moulin Rouge and it just all clicked for me and I realized, wait, this film fucking rules. Once I had that realization, will I ever be able to watch Moulin Rouge again?
4: I'm going to say
1: yes, but if that happens that's basically you have hit a psychotic break. Okay. Like if
2: that happens then
1: you've basically become the goddamn joker.
2: So we do live in a society. That that's going to be your Wait, final did, piece. Did, did Liv Morgan get what she fucking deserved?
1: No, Liv Morgan was the lady whose house you broke into because you thought you were dating her. Even though you were married to her <laughs> and strangled her with a Bowflex. Uh,
2: so, I, you know, another thing about it, Chris... Benoit does sound like a very fancy name for a food critic, like, oui, oui, I am Christopher Benoit, and I am here to give a review on this restaurant. (laughs)
1: It's (laughs) even funnier because of the thing we're referencing that he doesn't know. (laughs) You will see...
2: After my late wife, uh, Liv Morgan, unfortunately passed away, I have found a new passion in the culinary arts. Unfortunately, I do not have any taste buds. <laughs> I am Christopher Benoit. I can't believe... I can't believe
3: that he brought Chris Benoit up twice on this show and I wasn't the one to bring him up either time
1: look new year new chance to do all of the things that upset Owen when he's not around <laughs> gentlemen 15 minutes has come to its conclusion and so we must somehow come to a final decision with this prompt I don't even know how that's possible <laughs> And I'm going to start with Rhythm Bastard. Hey, Rhythm Bastard! Thanks when, for joining us for 2020. Let's have
2: a good year. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Money, Money to 2020 was a good album by the network, not related to any popular music act. So, you know. One of my, th- that's one of my it, really that's, good it's, friends
1: it's, literally just referenced that album to me a few days ago. Huh.
2: Also, it has a really sick cover of Teenagers to Mars on it. Anyway. that's yeah, a good cover. Yeah. Anyway. You must choose. If I must choose, I would rather live in a world where food has its nutritional value, but not its taste. So I can enjoy other forms of art because if I'm just forced to criticize media that I hate, you know, I'm I'm not going to get anything out of it other than high blood pressure and just like constant visceral reaction and there's already enough that makes me angry. So I'd rather just be able to, you know, fucking kick back with something I enjoy, you know? Read the bastard,
1: how long do you think you could keep up the charade of uh, critiquing food without being able to taste it before you get found out and uh lose your career and become poor?
2: Um, Well, I do have an engineering degree, so I I guess that could always be a plan B for me. Um, Though, given how good I am at bullshitting stuff on this show, uh, I'd say I'd give it two weeks. 2020, year of the honest self-reflection. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oscar. I'm not going to front. I'm pretty bad at this shit. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
2: I, I already tell hate everything Brigade.
3: I already hate everything So I'm just going to keep hating uh, everything Wait, no,
1: Oscar, you you fucking me up here First of all Thank you for being on the show, let's have a great 2020 Thanks, thanks for having me And now You must choose Kind of let I me know. say the thing Come on, man
3: I already hate everything So I'm going to keep on hating everything
1: what is your favorite everything to hate?
3: Mm. Let me go through some of these old Taste Bakery episode titles. <laughs> God
1: damn it, no. Um, let's see. Oh. All the podcasts we have to share the universe with, why'd it have to be that one? I mean,
3: look, I've, I would have fun hating the Beatles. Is because at least that means I can hate John Lennon. Right, mm, fair. But it would sadly mean I would
2: have to hate wings. Yes, it is true. You would have to hate wings. But you'd also right. have to hate simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That song's not bad. Mm, it's pretty bad. Mm. That song is fine. I mean, it's no I want to fuck Krampus for Christmas. The new in, one terms is. Of,
3: in terms of worst fucking the Christmas bastards. songs...
2: Yeah.
3: In
1: terms of worst Christmas songs, it's
3: Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer.
1: Hell no! Fuck that song! The Little Drummer Boy is clearly the worst Christmas song ever. Yeah,
3: written. but the, at least The Little Drummer Boy has a version by David Bowie.
1: Mmm. That is a point. Not a great... Not a good version by David Bowie, because you fuck can't make you. a with that song. Fuck you! Look, that Bowie first... tried his best, but you can't polish a turd. You
2: Look, David Bowie, David
1: Bowie did it because his mom
3: loves Bing Crosby, and it was like the last thing Bing Crosby did before his death.
1: It's true. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we tied it up. I guess that's it for the podcast. We're done now.
2: Wait, tied it up? But John. What? You must choose.
1: Oh. Oh, shit. Right. I gotta do that. Okay. Well, I guess in that case, I mean, look, I already spent a significant amount of time critiquing pop culture that I hate, so you know what? I'd like to try my hand at... I'd like to try my hand at seeing how long I can keep the charade up of convincing people that like I'm incredibly accomplished and know what I'm talking about when tasting food when I clearly don't. That sounds like it would be a fun misadventure in the style of some kind of Marx Brothers film.
3: Yeah, but John, then you wouldn't be able to taste food and you'd still have to host heel turn.
1: Oscar 90 days.
3: Do things differently in, in I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> ha, so yeah.
1: Ha, ha. We'd <laughs> rather be food critics, I guess. But what would y'all out there rather be? You could tell us by voting for the poll for this very episode. Check out this episode's page over at zonecast.com. This is, of course, episode 121. Or uh, check out Owen's Twitter at the underscore ozone. He's going to be running the, uh, the poll there for a while. And uh, we're going to tell you
2: who won on uh, episode 122. Isn't that fun? That sounds perfectly fine. All right. Well, Damn i thought it sounded cool
1: all right let's let's end the show but before we end it we got to cool down some and there's only one way to do that and that's to return once again to our favorite bot on the internet would you rather bot are y'all ready yeah okay here's one for the group would you rather always take five showers in a row or always shave three inches off of your face <sighs>
3: always take five showers cuz that mean I can cuz that means I can wank off five times in a row.
2: Uh shaving 3 always shaving 3 inches off my face sounds like I really fucked up shaving so I'm going to I'm going to not keep my face all carved up like a monster man and just take a shower. Be extra I mean clean. if you make sure that you always have at least 3 inches of beard before you
1: shave Hypothetically, you could be safe. However, if you do have less than that, then yeah, uh, if you keep not doing that, you're going to suddenly not have a lot more face left. Right. I'd rather not risk it. I like taking hot showers. I'll take five hot showers in a row and just turn into a prune and shrivel up and die.
2: That sounds nice, actually. It does sound nice, and plus, like you know, you can just do like five really quick showers. Like just a little bit of shampoo, scratch, scratch, Give one, give yourself one big wash over. Step out, go back in, scratch, scratch, scratch. Give yourself the whole wash over and repeat a couple more times. Yeah, I mean, like you short don't have to, for me
1: is like five minutes is the
2: thing.
3: You don't have to shower everything in one shower at that point. If you're, if you know you have to take four more showers, like one showers for the hair, one showers for like the pits, one showers for the feet.
1: This pacing it out—that's smart. All right, Oscar. Done. Would you rather eat quesadilla ice cream bars for the rest of your life, or eat this skin soup?
3: I hate quesadillas and I hate ice cream. I'll eat human flesh. All right,
1: here's the skin soup. Enjoy.
2: For the bastard. Yes. Would you rather invent Sunday morning or invent Sunday lunch? I'd rather invent Sunday morning, because that's a pretty good uh, No Doubt song. I was thinking the Velvet Underground song. I mean, you can't... I
3: mean, you know, you can't have... If you invent Sunday morning, that means you've invented Maroon 5.
1: Again, there's a perfectly good Velvet Underground song we could be talking about here! Was Adam Levine of the Velvet Underground, John? I don't think so. This love is taking
3: its hold on me to make me want to kill you! One last question for the the group. The best Velvet Underground song is Billy Idol's cover of Heroin.
1: I will move like Jagger into your face! (laughs) I don't even know what I'm referencing anymore. One last question for the group. Would you rather... Sinking submarine or crashing airplane?
2: Sinking submarine. No, crashing airplane. I have a better chance of surviving that. But I don't want to survive it. Damn.
1: I'm going to go with crashing airplane because, look, I'm, I'm assuming that both of these mean death. Uh, so I feel like, look, crashing airplane, that's going to be a lot quicker. It's going to be a lot faster than sinking submarine, which is going to be very claustrophobic and very much just kind of, uh, you know, choking to death from lack of oxygen at the bottom of the ocean. That sounds like a horrible way to die to me. Crashing airplane. You
3: have to think think about the song that they would be playing as you die, though. (laughs) If you're sinking on a submarine, you get Thomas Dolby. One of our submarines. If you're crashing into it. If you're crashing an airplane, you get Dave Matthews
1: Band. Fuck that. You get Plane Crash by Toadies. I like Plane Crash by Toadies. That's a great song. Yo, know, you know it's, you know it's also a great song. What? Crash into me
3: by the Dave Matthews Band.
1: I will. <laughs> I like Dave Matthews. You should have been on that episode, and maybe you could have explained Dave Matthews the Rhythm Bastard. Yeah. <laughs> what episode was this? Here's the thing, you two. Sinking submarines, clas- crashing airplanes, when it comes to I'd Rather Not, it's all the same fucking thing. <laughs> this podcast is both of those. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in to episode 121 of I'd Rather Not, Zonecast Entertainment's podcast about bad decisions and how we make them. You can find us over at zonecast.com and, of course, on Twitter at. Wait, no, we don't have a Twitter. Do we have a Twitter? We can use Bone Dracula. Sure, Bone Dracula. That works. We also have a Facebook. I think it's facebook.com slash I'd Rather Not pod. Yes. But, I mean, let's be honest. You look at Facebook on your phone, just type in I'd Rather Not into the. Your search bar, you'll find it. Yeah. It's, it's a podcast that exists on the internet and multiple places. But hey, also, if you have some questions or comments for us, or if you'd like to submit your own prompt that we will do on this very show, you could send it to us by sending us an email at I'd rather not at Indiegogo.space. That's I'd rather not at Indiegogo.space. Yes, that is a real working email address for a real working URL that Owen owns for some reason. None other than that, uh, Oscar. Where can we find you?
3: Find me on Twitter at Osaga the Great, Instagram at Osaga the Great, Twitch.tv slash Osaga the Great. If you look up Osaga the Great on any social media site, you can probably find me. Also, yo, I'm broke. Send me money at ENG.1966 at yahoo.ca on PayPal. That is my real
2: email address. Pay the man, red bastard. How can they pay you? Uh, you can pay me by, uh, you know what? I'm going to give you something in return for giving me money. You can go to my Bandcamp at rhythmbastard.bandcamp.com. You can buy some of my tracks. I got albums. I got merch. I got t-shirts. You can also give me money by going to my Patreon at patreon.com slash And This all seems like a lot of stuff. Is there an, a
1: c- quick, easy, and convenient way for me to find you on the internet where you have all of these things conveniently listed? Well, you can find me on my website rhythmbastard.rocks Are you saying that you rock so hard you had to put it in the URL? Obviously. Damn. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. I've been your host John Garecki Maxwell. You can find me a whole myriad of places on the internet, including Twitter at IamJohnGM, although honestly, I'm thinking about getting rid of that. Fuck Twitter. I'm over it. Instagram, even though I don't post there so I should maybe get rid of that too. But until then, at I am John GM. Twitch, which I'm also thinking about getting rid of because Mixer's a thing. But a video of underscore James on Twitch if I still have that. I don't know. Social media is whack. I'm over it. Even though this is the year of the hashtag content. I should probably figure that out. You probably should. I don't know. Uh, name another thing. Um. You know, John, we've mentioned Oscar? how we can get paid. Is there a way to pay you? Well, I mean, if you want to get signed up for my private Snapchat. Yeah! Great photos of me that I'm definitely putting out there, I swear. Yeah! Venmo and I am John. Yeah! Don't don't actually send me money on Venmo. Send it to Oscar. I don't need it. I just think it would be funny. I,
3: I do need it, but also think it would be funny. I mean,
1: yeah, it would be funny. Please, if you have money to send to both of us, then definitely send some to me, too, because that would be great. I'd really appreciate that. I could use that to pay off my credit cards. That'd be really helpful. But also... Yes, yeah, said it to Oscar. He, he actually needs that. Pay the man. This has been episode 121 of I'd Rather Not, the podcast about bad decisions and how we make them. We will see you again in a fortnight. And until then, this is the part where someone does something stupid. Did you say fortnight? I, I did. Le- because we'll be back in two weeks, which is a fortnight.
3: Fortnight dances! Yeah, John. What's your favorite Fortnite dance?
1: Hey, hey, hey Oscar. <laughs> have, have I told you about the infinite dab that I forgot? <laughs> it's just a dab, and then he he, he just keeps dabbing. I, I paused it for for seven hours. I came back and he was still dabbing. That was cool. <laughs> Is this
3: an impression of Trace or an impression of Trace impersonating Owen? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Trace, I love you Look at you, Trace Just the voice It's, it's the voice of Trace impersonating Owen right, it's, like well, when, it's like when people do a George Bush impression But they're not actually doing a George Bush impression They're doing a Dana Carvey impression
1: Alright, well Thanks for calling out my great impression skills again As if you didn't already know that from Real Toronto Oscar. (laughs) Hey. Y'all come back now, you hear?
2: Owen, put in the shitty flute version of, uh, is there a shitty flute version of The Passenger by Iggy Pop?
1: Oh, that's a good question. That would be really good if there is one.